This morning, I want to share on the subject of courage. I hope some of you have the courage to say amen, amen. this morning because it doesn't look like you do have that courage. We're living in trying times, and the truth is that the world is not getting any better. And if you're going to try and run away from problems and challenges, there's not too many places to run to. And I think one of the major lessons we've learned during lockdown is that you don't have to be a bad person for bad things to happen to you. You may be as good as they come, but bad things somehow get attracted to everybody. But we've also learned that it really is not the bad stuff that takes us out. It's how we handle the bad stuff when it comes. And I believe days that we live in are going to require people to live with courage. I've been looking at the, the way the world is going. The, the systems of the world are fast becoming very antagonistic towards people of faith and very antagonistic, especially towards our faith as Christian people, where in, in certain parts of the world, Christians are being hung strong, not to state what they believe, say what they believe, and things are cleverly woven into legislation wherein it looks like we are gagged. And people quickly complain about the Christian community. If we do something, we are told that we, we are intolerant, we don't accept people, whereas other religions seem to be freely saying whatever they want to say. As a matter of fact, I was recently made aware of a big billboard, maybe some of you know it, that's in the area of Brakpan of some other religion that has written very clearly to say that their way is the only way and almost challenging our way. And this is written publicly. I've never heard anybody phone any news, any radio station complaining about that. But if we were to do that with our Lord Jesus Christ, you would hear the number of complaints that would come. So it's gonna take a lot of courage for us, Bahesu, to stand for what we believe. It's going to take a lot of courage for us to do the work of God. And I know some of the things, some of you, it just goes over your head. I know one of the areas, one of the cities in our country, wherein the people in that area have clearly been told never to let Christian people have churches in schools and in some of the areas. In fact, some of the schools, when I approached, con confided to say we were strictly told that we shouldn't allow you to come in here. They will never dare say it publicly for whatever reason there is. And of course, with the way the world is going, <laughs> if you look during Nagoya lockdown, I think governments of the world for some, for a change or maybe for a short while tasted what it is like to just give laws and force everybody to obey. And they tasted a bit of what absolute power is about. Human beings can never be trusted with absolute power because at the core of our being, we're a fallen people. And fairness is not something that we know, nor righteousness is not something that we know. And so, 
This is going to require for you and me to really live and make sure we become courageous. We're going to have to be courageous as we teach our children about who they are, the identity that God has given them, for them to boldly declare that they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ without any shame. We're going to have to be like that. I was at an event not long ago, and... I jocularly was speaking to someone who was serving us there because they had, I think they had served something wrong. Uh, oh, no, no, they had served a meal. Now, I don't eat mushrooms, Barcelona, not because I don't like them, but because I have a very serious allergy. If I eat mushrooms, I end up in hospital. That's just the way it happens. Now, you know, today, wherever you go, mushrooms is part and parcel of the meal. And sometimes the way the mushrooms are cooked, you can't even see. It's not very obvious that there's mushrooms. So... It's, 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 it's always I make sure I must ask that question. Do you have mushrooms here? Gas soup, it's worse. And when they do salads, it's even worse. So I'm asking. So, so then, then I asked, and the, the waiter didn't know. They said, okay, we're going to go and ask the chef. But then they, they brought someone else who was senior. And, and so this person said, no, there's no mushrooms. I said, so I jocularly said, if, if there's mushrooms in here, I'm certainly going to report to you. And I was saying jocularly, you know when you're joking with somebody. And when I said that this person quickly showed me whatever they had, Mama Tsohong Abona, kind of threatening me, if you can get a job, look at a ponza. You know, I laughed my heart out. And I, and, I, and I didn't take the conversation further. I just ended it there. And I just thought, okay. So if Ulilukwala in this world, you're not going to make it. If, if you are a sissy and you're someone who's not sure of who you are, I mean, Basanana, I'm just asking about mushrooms. They are threatening me. I didn't, I didn't go any further. Of course, Jesus is much more stronger than anything you can ever threat anybody. So the reason I'm sharing this is that people are going to make it in these days we live in are men and women who walk in courage. I want to use Joshua chapter 1 as the anchor verse or the text that's the anchor for what we're going to talk about because Joshua stepped into a leadership time wherein he was following after a man that had been used by God mightily. And he felt he didn't have what it takes. He was afraid. He felt he's not up to the task. And again and again, God told him, you need to be courageous. Verse 1 says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord came to pass. The Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead now, therefore arise. Go over this Jordan, you and all the people of this land that I am giving to them. And then he tells them the areas that are theirs. Verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now note, I love this one in verse 5. He underlines, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Look at your neighbor and say, God will not leave you. God will not forsake you. If there's one reason why we should be courageous, just one reason, 
is to know that God will not leave us and God will not forsake us. Can I hear a good amen in the house? Yeah, just, just the one reason. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. Verse 6 says, be strong and of a good courage. For to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I saw to their fathers to give them. And then why Peter happy? Only be strong and very courageous. So verse 6, have good courage. Verse 7, be very courageous. God says to Joshua, for you to fulfill your destiny, for you to fulfill your calling, which is to give people this land, you need courage. You need courage. Many people, all they need is just to be courageous. You don't need more prayers. You don't need more knowledge. You don't need more resources. You just need to be courageous. God says to Joshua in verse 7, the first part, you need to be courageous. In other words, be courageous in being single-minded, in obeying my commandments. He says to him, don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right. It takes courage to be single-minded. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to be strong in your faith and refuse to be moved. Even when it looks like God is not coming through, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to be the only one who believes in the household. You're the only one who is talking about the name of Jesus. The only one who wakes up to go to church in the morning. The only one who calls on the name of the Lord. The only one who believes that Jesus is Lord of Lords. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. To be among a people who want to do wrong, but you say, I'm not going that way. I'm not going to do that. And God says, if you will demonstrate courage, Joshua, he says in verse 8, you will prosper. You don't need more knowledge. You don't need more anointing. You don't need more prayer. What you need is courage just to do. Many people know what to do, but they don't do it. Even when they do it, they don't do it with conviction. Many people are quickly negotiated out of what they believe. They quickly feel threatened. The word, God says to Joshua, if you will do these things in verse 8, you will prosper. That word prosper is a very interesting word. What it means, it means you will have success. And you will become an expert or an instructor. And you'll be skillful. It's in the practicing of the truth that we get success. And then we can tell others about what God has done for us. But that word also means to guide wittingly. In other words, as you walk out the word of God, you will have the wisdom to know to do what's right at the right time. Sometimes in life, for you to move forward in life is just to know to make the right decisions when it matters. There are people who don't make right decisions even when it matters. So in verse 7, in the NIV it reads, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws that my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Can you imagine being successful wherever you go? Can you imagine being successful in your spiritual life, successful in your financial life, successful in your vocation, successful anything with Swarangfela, Ebale success, you know? You know? Can you imagine? I mean, Joseph was like that. The Bible says when, when the master of the jail 
And when the rather when the when the when the when the prince under whom he was serving saw that everything that Joseph did prospered. When he realized that wherever this guy is, he took him and make him, made him to be the head of everything. This was a wise guy, wiser than a lot of Christians. He could see that something on Joseph, that even if he was fresh from prison, prison can never erode the blessing of God on your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Even if you may be of lower strata, even if you may not be among the who's who's, the blessing of God will make you shine. Some of you, you don't have the courage to say amen. I'm prophesying. I said the blessing of God will make you shine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible in basic English verse 7 reads, only take heart and be very strong. Just be very strong. Take care to do all the law which Moses, my servant, gave you, not turning from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may do well in your undertakings. I prophesy you're going to do well in your undertakings. Yeah. Hallelujah. But you've got to be a person of courage. The word courage is defined as follows. It's a noun, and it means the ability to do something that frightens one. Courage. In other words, when you are courageous, it doesn't mean you are not afraid. It means you face your fears. In spite of your fear, you still do. Courage means bravery. Second definition. Courage means strength in the face of pain or grief. So even when you go through times of pain and grief, you are still strong. Yeah, you're still strong. You're still moving on. Even if there's pain, and this is what we've learned, being God's children, being followers of Christ, doesn't mean we're going to live a pain-free life. Doesn't mean we will not have to have, we're not going to go through periods of grief. Sometimes times of where you get confused what's going on. But we still go on anyhow. Dictionary.com defines courage as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty. In other words, courage has to do with the state of mind, quality of mind. You face difficulty. There are people who run from difficulty. There are people who want a life that is difficulty free. I know that's not good English. And there are people who like to blame difficulty for why they're where they are. You know, there are some people who want to treat some people like Bona, they have a special gift to live life. You know, it's like when you have a special impartation, it's almost like, a, you know, when problems see you, but no, Onayana is immune, you know. Ngare, now you have been vaccinated to be problems free. There's nobody who has been vaccinated to be problems free. Problems come to all of us. Dictionary.com further defines this word courage. It says, courage, I love it. Is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc., without fear? Yeah. Miriam Webster defines courage as the mental or moral strength, I love this one, to venture, persevere, and withstand danger or difficulty. People with courage, they venture, they try things. Yeah. They go where others say don't go. Mm -hmm. They believe it can be done. 
Yeah, they are not prisoners of their past. They are not prisoners of their background. They are not prisoners of what everybody else says. They, they are prisoners of the word of God. They believe it can be done. They believe what God says and they are brave. I see you being brave this year. I said, I see you being brave. The mental strength and the moral strength. People with courage have strong moral standards. They are not easily moved. They don't let people mislead them. You don't care if they make fun of you because you live right. It's okay. Let's talk after 20 years. It's alright. It's alright. You don't mind standing up out in a crowd. Yeah. Whether all your friends say, I've got courage. Yeah. I've chosen to live for Christ. For me to live is Christ. The Cambridge English Dictionary defines courage as the ability to control your fear. Because fear comes to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, many athletes will tell you that they use fear as a springboard to performing well. Yeah. I don't I I I I, I prepare a lot. Because I'm not one of those spontaneous speakers. You know, there are some of you, you are so good in speaking. We can just call this brother here. I don't know who he is, that brother there. Maybe I can, I won't call you my brother. But I'm amazed at some of these young people. You call them, they come and make a speech and get a standing ovation. Spontaneous speech, one meets a fellas. Or some of them, they can't even be quiet. They have so much to say. I have to write down to say something. Anchor it makes sense. And you should see me when I'm preparing. I have to say it forward, backwards. I have to, even the following day, I say, no, that was not right. I have to check if the English right is the tense correct. You know who's called. <laughs> Anybody knows what I'm talking about? I mean, you, 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 you. So because of my not liking to stand in front of people, that fear makes me prepare. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't let it paralyze me. I, I, I use the fear to at least do something that is constructive. Are you there, Bazalan? Are you there, Bazalan? I don't ever remember any time when I've been able to sleep. Particularly when you go to some of these places you've never been to. They, two weeks ago, hey, Jesus. The, the week following, the night before, it's worse. And don't laugh at me like that. Somebody in the music group. Yeah, put hands on them and just pray for them, Jesus. But you see, courage makes you control your fear. Yeah. Instead of fear paralyzing you, you control your fear. Even when there's difficult situations, dangerous circumstances, when we've had to confront government leaders sometimes, when we've had to be very radical about things, it's beating in your mouth. The synonyms of courage are bravery, braveness, pluckiness, valor, fearlessness. Here's the one you to use, you young people. I don't mesmerize other people. Intrepidity. Hey, 
nerve, daring, audacity, boldness. Simply put, courage is bravery in the face of danger. Courage is simply steadfastness in the face of opposition. Courage is simply action in the face of resistance. Courage is simply optimism in the face of despair. Mark Twain says, and I quote, courage is resistance to fear, mastery to fear, and not absence of fear, end of quote. Winston Churchill says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts, end of quote. Mary Truman says, men make history and not the other way around. In periods where there's no leadership, societies stand still. Progress occurs when courageous, skillful leadership sees the opportunity to change things for the better. End of quote. So it's important for us to demonstrate courage because right through God's word, we read about men and women who demonstrated courage. I tell you, think about the woman with the issue of blood. Think about her. This woman, according to what was required by religious law at the time, she was not allowed to be seen in public in the condition she was in. She had a flow of blood that didn't stop. And according to the Mosaic law, she was supposed to be quarantined. She wasn't supposed to be mixing around with other people because she was considered to be ceremonially unclean. But this woman's belief in the fact that she will get her healing, made her have the courage to to come out in public among a people who potentially were allowed by the law of Moses to pick up stones and stone her to death. But this woman's faith moved her and she took a step. And even when she went to Christ, she had to push her way through the crowd Now, something that I know, if you are in the condition she is in, she was in, probably she was very weak by this time. Very weak. She had been bleeding for a long time. Had gone to doctors. They couldn't help her. In fact, the Bible says her condition became worse. For someone in this condition to still make their way through the crowd, I'm telling you. And remember, the very people that she's bumping are the ones who knew her. Probably and they wanted to pick up stones, but there was something in the heart of this woman that pushed her. Secondly, Jesus was not coming to her. Jesus was walking away from her. And she said in her heart, he doesn't have to come to me. He doesn't have to touch me. I will touch him. Oh, I see you being that courageous person this year in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. When you read the Bible, we've got stories after story after story after story of story. Courageous women. Courageous women. Remember about this lady who kept the spies out in Canaan. Who came out to spy out Canaan land. And she placed them in her house. Fully knowing if she was to be found out, she would be murdered. And when the spies had done what they needed to do, they said, we're going to come back. And when we come back and take everybody out, we want you to, to, to tie a scarlet rope and a scarlet thread on your house. 
We want you to have a red something and tie it to your house. And when we come and take everybody, when we see the red scarlet, we will not destroy anybody. That was a prophetic utterance of the blood of Jesus. When we see the blood, we will pass over you. Think about this lady. Hebrews 6 therefore says to us in verse 12, we don't want to become lazy. It's in the NIV Bible. We don't want to become lazy, but we want to become imitators of those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. We want to imitate them. I don't know about you, but I want to imitate people in the Bible. I want to be like them. The message Bible says don't drag your feet. Be like those who stay the course with committed faith and that get everything promised to them. May this year be the year where you get everything promised to you. Yeah. It's in half, it's in three quarters, everything. So what do we want to do? We want to copy their faith. We want to imitate their faith. We want to copy their patience. We want to copy their courage of the people who live before us because we note the way to inherit promises. You've got to have faith, patience, and courage. They got everything God promised them because of being courageous. Let's go through a few of them. Joshua is one of them. In Joshua 1.6, God says, Be strong and good, of a good courage. For to these people, you will divide an inheritance in the land. Which means, number one, it takes courage to fulfill your destiny. You've got to be courageous. You've got to be courageous. Not everybody is going to encourage you in what you're trying to do. Not everybody is going to be a cheerleader around you. <laughs> and not every circumstance is going to line up and bow to you and allow you to succeed. You're going to have to be courageous. Look at your neighbor who's not saying anything and say, well, one, that's, why, that's why you are you're not fulfilling your destiny. Just look at them and say, it's a next. Number two, verse seven, God says to Joshua, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. So that leads me to number two. It takes courage to be single-minded and live by conviction and not by preference. <laughs> preference sits on the fence. Preference, it checks a, check a score. And, and it, it, it goes the route of less resistance. That's what preference does. Preference is a pumaganji. It's a paploko. Preference is, is, has a forked tongue. It's not clear. You are not sure what they said. You can't quote what they said because, but I don't know, you misunderstood me. Because they, they, have you ever heard people who speak between words? How many of you know those kind of people? Can I see your hand? How many of you are sitting next to somebody? You know, there are people who speak between words. You, you, can't, you can't pin them down. <laughs> I think for me, the spokespersons of political parties are the best people. Ah, these guys... And what's worse, have a blush, a low blush, a nix. But that's how I now feel a bit for what you said. 
I wonder if they, when they hire them, they check someone. I, I wonder what's receiving back Kenya at the bottom. You must be able to be liar number one or a triple A liar. They lie, these people. Buy Chikamo. Buy Chikamo. Guru, they can make you, Lo and Oscar, understand what you are asking them. Anybody knows where you You end up feeling guilty for having asked the question. <laughs> but when you are a courageous person, you become single minded. Jesus said, let your yes be yes, and your no be no. He said, anything other than that comes from the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either it's a yes or a no. Not gray, not no, no. I was, have you ever heard those people say, no, no, it's a yes and a no. <laughs> How many of you are sitting next to a yes and a no right now? <laughs> Number three. We see Joshua in Joshua 24, verse 14. I love this one. Years later, he's challenging his countrymen. He says, so now fear God. And I'm reading the message Bible. Worship him in total commitment. Get rid of the gods your ancestors worshipped in the far sides of the river Euphrates in Egypt. You worship God. Oh. If you decide that's a bad thing to worship God, then choose a God rather than serve and do it today. Choose one of the gods your ancestors worshipped from the country beyond the river or one of the gods the Amorites worshipped on whose land you are now living. As for me. You remember that, that, that local soap opera that had... Uh, this many years ago, some of you young people and some of you millennials will not understand. This guy used to like the expression, as far as I'm concerned. Anyone, anyone, anyone remember, remember, remember the guy? I don't remember which one it was. You remember him, the guy who said, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned. You're not, oh, as for me. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. As for me. But Stake your claim. Stand your ground. Scott's harbor to say yes for me. Takes courage. Yeah, when you're among people who are doing all kinds of things, to stand out and say yes for me. <laughs> and we must encourage our children to develop that from Bunyaning. Because as you grow up, when you come into your teen years, peer pressure. Hey. But some of you haven't even outgrown peer pressure. Yeah. You're a grown-up person, but you, you just can't stand your ground. You, you can't stand for what's right. When you're among your people who are doing stuff, where you you steal yourself. I know that's not good English. You 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 yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, Stop kutwing yourself. Stop. Stop cutting yourself. You cut yourself. Yeah. That's why some people don't want to tell people that they're born again because they, they want to have different shades. They're like a chameleon. They just blend in. Wherever they are, they blend. Yeah. But I'm going to preach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
You've you got to stand your ground. But then I remember this. As a, as a young person, it was very, very hard to, to, to do it. Very hard. Very, very hard. Particularly when Bomai Susuba Sahubatli. It's very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> so it was even worse when we went up at school and started preaching from, you know, at assembly. We came out of hiding. And we made a public declaration. This in the sea was sea. So every, every, since then, we were always under scrutiny. Everything we did. Somebody was saying, Ha, Mzalwan. Ha, even our school teachers, in class, our heads are homework, Ha, Mzalwan, Ha, Mzalwan, Ha, Mzalwan, Ha, Ha, But this is for me. My parents would refuse, you know, the, some of our extended relatives would come and Lucifer, you're not protected. Lucifer, Lucifer. I took this from my dad. My dad would just tell them and say, What's working? This is my family. Yeah. Yeah, as for me. Yeah. 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 We don't we don't need any extra anything. And we grew up in a home like that, by God's grace. No need for any extra help. Jesus. Ah. I used to see my dad wake up in the morning. I didn't know what he used to do. My sister is the one who made me aware. Every time he'd wake up, he would insist to be the first one who opens the door to go outside of the house. If you ever came out first, he, would, he would, was very unhappy with you. And I didn't know what he was doing. But he would be the first one to step out and he would go around the house praying. Yeah, praying. As for me, arapella, arapella, arapella. Arapella. And then we, 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 then those banabaras, amabaras, la lawyer. Hey, little tokoloshi bounces. It's a yatamela, I want a mullo, fella, I am yakida, I kida, ha ha, kida. As for me, as for me. It's a big one, NIS, for me. As for me, I'm not going to be involved in corruption. As for me, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sell my integrity to go up the corporate ladder. As for me, it's easier said than done. It's hard when they present opportunity. We shabidi, but Every man has his price. As for me, it takes courage to say that. Yes, it takes courage. You, you won't understand if you have never been in a situation where you, you had to deal with a lot of money and there's a lot at stake. Particularly when destiny hangs in the balance. And they've created every imaginable obstacle in front of you. And the only way 
is to agree to their T's and C's, terms and conditions. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Come on now, let's talk. Come on, come on. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. No, 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 no. No, there's actually nothing wrong you've done. Hunter Hunter, you are the one. But a problem fell. Too much. Come on, come on, let's talk now. Yeah, but no, relax. Relax. Everybody's doing it. Relax. Don't be so uptight. Relax. I think I'm going to stay on this one. Relax. Everybody's doing it. Why you so good? Everybody, bona ola, bona ola. Smamang wa mona, wa kupula na etsa king, wa bona, bona no uko kayo, salida. Bona wena umo ene u, tseba more than yena, ene musebitsu, oh, umo ntla kufeta yena. Just relax. Wa mona kiyo ole mole. Just relax. It's rame, just for now. And then you sell your soul to the devil himself. And all it takes is that one stupid decision. And you become a slave forever. Yeah. Because the devil has a wonderful small thing, but once we eat, then it's got you. So you are gagged. Slave for life. As for me. As for me. I was so blessed the other time when one of our people came and one of our members, some play Lord Kredium Savits, you know, after years and years. And you know, when you know that they've passed up lots of opportunities because they wouldn't sell their integrity. Yeah? Your time will come. I said your time. I can say Rumang, but your time will come. Don't look for a shorter route. Make hard and difficult decisions that don't violate your conscience. Yeah. Hana, suffer for a while. Because suffer forever. Because the truth does speak. At the end, the truth speaks. The truth speaks. Number what? Four. Is it four? Yeah. Abraham. It says, Abraham returned from defeating the kings. That's Genesis 14, verse 17 in the NIV. It says, Melchizedek, king of Salem, he brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of the Most High God, and he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham by the Most High God, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be the God, the Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave a tenth. Watch this. Gave a tenth of everything. Then the king of Sodom and Gomorrah. The king of Sodom said, I've raised my hand to the Lord, the God most high, and I will accept nothing that belongs to you, not even a thread or a throng of sandals. What happened here? Abraham was being offered by this king riches and wealth. And Abraham wouldn't take it. He said, ah, from head to toe, the position you're high. 
Abraham says, no, no, I'm not going to take it from you. So thirdly, it takes courage. Fourthly, it takes courage to put all your trust in God and abandon your faith and your destiny in the hands of God and refuse that humans should be your source. And whether it's going to take lots of courage because, you know, there's lots of powerful people who want to control the world. In fact, they don't want to. They're already controlling the world. Yeah. There's people in departments who have gone through everybody doing all kinds of things to them. Everybody in the department bows to them. Yeah. They've caused them to compromise themselves. Men and women alike. You know, there are people who are like that. And yes, but I dislike somebody who thinks that they are a God. Because in the Bible, people who thought they were gods, read it in the New Testament. Sometimes they died on the spot and they were eaten by worms on the spot. Nobody takes the place of God. And nobody should take the place of God in your life. Nobody. Nobody. Let me close, Bazalana, because time is almost gone. You heard me tell the story of, you know, when I, I used to be, stay with someone in my house who had a past that was really not great. This young man, unfortunately, went back to his past. He, this boy. But also, he used to be a master at breaking into banks. He used to tell me the stories. My eyes would be when he was okay. And there's something about the evil world out there that has a hook in people that I tell you, it takes a lot to unhook someone from that. Because now he's living for God, but he's no longer spinning the amount of money he used to spin. He's used to a certain level of living that now that he's in Christ, he has to got him to go back to school and find a job. And, and when you haven't lived like that for a good part of your life, it's very hard to... <laughs> just hard for this young guy. I felt sorry for him. But I'd helped him. I tried, I tried my best, but I, I didn't succeed. tried my best. But the day I lost it, it's when I could see now he's changing. He had some of the people, and he went and visited them. And caused a huge, a, a huge argument in this house. So they phoned me and said, Pastor, they saw Bishop then. Pastor, can you use my mom? Please come. And I got that this boy is there. He's really, he's drunk. I mean, he hadn't done that for a long time. So I went to him, you know. I held him. I said, Munna, what are you doing? And I calmed him down. I talked to him. And I remember going home saying, God, we're losing this boy. Losing this boy. He come down for a while. Month later, I could see now, you know, when you only somebody come to me, and then I somehow knew Hore, something's wrong. So I confronted him. I said, well, Don't lie to me. What's going on? He said, No, the people from my former life have come back. They've got a job for me. Yeah. They've been able to trace me. Hore, and I said, you're not going there. He said, yeah, but they're coming for me. And one of the days, 
I see this big BMW. Sorry, it's not the make of the car. It's just the car. That's the car they were driving. So if you're driving a Beamer, please don't feel bad. Seven Series, big BM parked in my front yard, in the outside my gate. And I, and I can see he's on the phone, and I can see the guy there. And I said, you're not going there. I'm going to see this guy. Went out, and when I came out, I could see this guy. Big guy like this with chains and tattoos everywhere. And whoa, 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 big guy. Big car, big guy, big everything. Blah, 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 blah. Hey. Yeah, we got two salamut. <laughs> so I went to him and I said, You're looking for so and so? He said, Uba and when? I said, Uba and when? This is Zula Sato, I said, What did And he looked at me for a long time. I could see hate in his eyes. And I looked at him. We had, we had a staring match. <laughs> yeah, I can make you see the color rock on through. <laughs> and he said, I want him. I said, you're not getting him. He said, if you don't bring him, I said, what will you do? Yeah. Looked at him. Looked at me. I can remember so little one laugh. You know what was, what was getting to me? This guy who thinks he can push everybody around. And I wasn't depending on who I was. <laughs> I was no match. <laughs> no, please, Jesus. Oh, Caesar, Baba. I went there with a the full confidence that he's not going to touch me. I'm protecting this young man as he's dead in inverted commas and as an intercessor. And I went there by the power of God and drove away. He, he left. Scratched his car, left. Oh, Jesus. But you know, in this world, there's people who want to Imprison us in fear. Everybody must shake. You must not allow that. There's a God in heaven. There's people like, oh, I'm sorry. It's people like that. In fact, this person said it was in Vagashela. Now, Cassie, look at the 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 look the God that you are serving is greater than anything. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shot if you believe that. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shot. May God release you from the spirit of fear. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love. God says, be strong and very courageous. And we need to be men and women of courage. Courage wherever we go. Not arrogant, just courageous. Because God is with us. Tell three people you need to be courageous. You need to be courageous. 
You need to be courageous. You need to be courageous. Come on, tell five people. Tell some more people. Give them a high five. Be courageous. Be courageous. Come on, go to your whole road. Just give them a high five. Tell them, be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. Come on, give them, give them a leather anointing of God. Come on them as you give them a high five. Say, I, 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 I impart on you the anointing to be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. It's going to take a lot of courage to build a thousand churches. It's going to take a lot of courage to plant churches everywhere. It's going to take a lot of courage for you to start a new business. It's going to take a lot of courage. It's going to take a lot of courage to walk away from everything that's evil and say, as for me, 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 as for me and my house. It's going to take a lot of courage. This gospel is not for sissies. Go into the history of the gospel. Men and women died. In the next session, I'm going to be talking about that. They were crucified at the stakes. They were fed to lions. That's the history of the gospel we believe. It didn't survive because it was easy. It's written in the blood of the martyrs. People who were sown asunder in half. People who were thrown into boiling oil who were threatened to denounce the name of Christ, they refused to do so because of what God has done. Would you raise your hands to the Lord? Oh, Jesus. Pray the Holy Ghost, please. Thank you, Jesus. just want to ask you if you're here today and you've come and you've been invited maybe you've come on your own and you haven't received Christ as Savior and Lord in your life but you want to do it this morning you want me to pray for you as you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ would you raise your hand please I want to pray for you just raise your hand please right where you are alright can I ask the people who raise their hands would you just come to the front as I pray for you and take your belongings as you walk to the front please Come, let's just pray for you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give them a big hand, everybody. It takes courage to do what they're doing. Give them a big hand. Thanks, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Give them a big hand, please, as they walk. <laughs> 